0: Hey guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Watch Talk. How are you guys doing? So in today's episode, first things first, I do not know how long this episode is going to be. It might be a shorter one due to the fact that the information in regards to this topic is pretty limited and the situation is still developing. So at the time of recording, we do have these kind of information. If you are hearing this episode further ahead in time, there might have been further developments in regards to it so don't, don't take what we get here with a pinch of salt but as I mentioned in the last episode where I discussed the rise and fall of Huawei the telecommunications smartphone giant which has been pretty heavily hampered by the United States government to a point where they cannot even use services by companies such as Google meaning that they're hampered also the production of their smartphones and how people are interfacing with them since they're not running the google play store at the sorry the google play services google play store and whatnot anymore so basically the company fell that fell swoop to these pretty heavy sanctions but i was also mentioning about the semiconductor crisis that has been going on since mostly the beginning of the pandemic um, since March 2020. So today we're going to talk about discuss about the semiconductor crisis, what is it, what's happening, why we're having a crisis, and how it's reflecting on everyday products. So without further ado, let's just jump into it. So what is this semiconductor crisis? This uh, semiconductor crisis, or chip crisis, chip shortage, um, integrated circuit shortage, Um, started in 2020 and the basic of it is that currently there are not enough semiconductors to satisfy product demand meaning that production cannot pump out more semiconductor that they are requesting meaning that there is an imbalance in terms of the uh, supply uh, demand relationship which means that there is a shortage so in order to understand why we're having a semiconductor um, chip, let's call it chip shortage, just for simplicity. To understand why we have a chip shortage at the moment, we need to understand first how a processor, a chip, is produced. And to open a little digression, to the, into the talk, to- like um, in regards to this topic, I will leave a couple of videos uh, in the description. One is from um, a guy called Polymatter, which did a pretty in depth look on the whole situation. And the second one is from a channel called Tech Quickie, which is owned by the Linus Media Tech Group, Linus Tech Media Group, which is a video explaining the full manufacturing process of a processor. But the simple, to get the juice of it, um, to get a simplified version on the process, basically what happens when you build a, when you manufacture a semiconductor, is you're layering a bunch of stacks of silicon, uh, which are called wafers, and these stacks are getting compressed and etched, which means that the transistors by in themselves are etched into the silicon in order to create what it's called the processor die, Uh, which is the part where all the transistors are located and uh, that's basically where um, transistors act as logic gates so meaning that if current flows into it it's a one if current doesn't flow into it is a zero so that's the basic (laughs) the most basic explanation that i would that would have get to you on how a processor works but that's how it goes and the processing manufacturing is just like by Stacking on top of each other these wafers of silicon and then etching the transistors in these wafers. And on top of that, of course, uh, there will be other kinds of uh, materials that go into this process. And the process is pretty long. It's a pretty lengthy process to build a batch of, um, let's say, normal computer CPUs, computer processors. To build a functioning batch of CPUs would take between six to nine months, which means that the processing, the manufacturing process in itself, it's slow to the current standards. And that's one of the reasons why now it's hard to keep up with the demand because if for a batch of CPUs, of course, yeah, these manufacturing plants have more than one pipeline to manufacture these components. so. Imagine that you maybe have a manufacturing plant with like 12 or 30 pipelines, and each of these 20, 2030 pipelines do make do manufacture a complete functioning batches because there are some times where batches can be defective or the processing, uh, un- the, processing the manufacturing process gets grinded to a halt for different reasons let's just imagine that we have 20 30 pipelines in a a factory and these 20 30 pipelines perfectly manufacture a batch of um of of cpus every six to nine months that's still not enough to um to cover demand for what we're getting um for 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 processing units in general and uh, components conductors integrated circuits and whatnot so how did we get here? So why are we having this shortage? Well, there are four main, let's say, culprits. but the first and the biggest one, of course, was the COVID pandemic. In March 2020, many manufacturing plants totally shut down due to the coronavirus pandemic, meaning that people were not working on site and the manufacturing plant, of course, had to Lower production or totally shut down um, because of lack of because yeah lack of personnel because people were not allowed into the premises to keep on this uh, production going, and also the fact that uh, car manufacturers I do not know exactly which car manufacturers they when the pandemic the pandemic started they thought well the car market is gonna take a hit so we are not going to, uh, we're going to lower our our supply contracts, you know, we're going to lower our orders in terms of components, because mostly people are not allowed to go anywhere, so they're not going to buy a car, but demand for cars still kept going, and it, it didn't lower down, it kept going, and maybe rising up a little bit, so... They had to do an emergency order for millions and millions of uh, components, and that sort of funneled into the production plants, which are which were running at lower capacity, and that basically created this shortage. That's the main culprit, but there are other culprits. First things first, the US-China trade war, which we have discussed in the uh, Huawei episode, but... Uh, In 2020, the United States government placed restrictions on the um, Semiconductor Manufacturing International Corporation, SMIC, which is China's biggest chip manufacturer, which made it harder for them to sell sell companies with American ties. So anything that is, any U.S. company that makes products and uh, relies on SMIC to uh, build said components needed to hold back, and they needed to rely on other companies using plants and manufacturing plants from other companies such as TSMC, which nowadays is the largest um semiconductor manufacturer in the world. TSMC stands for the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. And yeah, as I said, the biggest computing uh component company in the world in terms of semiconductor manufacturing products. And the charge sorry, the mm, The load has been split between TSMC and Samsung. However, these companies were already running at maximum capacity, meaning that all the orders that they were funneling in to TSMC and Samsung had to basically hold still for six to nine months or maybe even a year. Maybe there are still orders which haven't been completed by the time of recording. So it's completely crazy. And to top it all off, Taiwan in the last year has had uh, has seen a large drought like physical drought meaning that there was no water basically to use for these manufacturing plants and to use water basically i'm guessing that they're using water to etch the the transistors meaning that the the etching process as is based on water pressure like basically there's a like a a very tiny nozzle that sprays high, high pressurized water, which cuts through the through the through silicon and etches the transistors. And this water needs to be ultra purified, so you do not, so the water does not have any sort of impurities, any sort of sands or anything that could halt and uh, destroy totally uh, a batch of uh, chips. So, on top of that, yeah, Taiwan has been. Dealing with this pretty heavy drought and processing, manufacturing, processing, uh, manufacturing, anything. Uh, probably TSMC had a hard time to combine uh, with uh, water supplies and whatnot. So on top of that, even though the company was running a maximum capacity, on top of that they had to reduce capacity due to the lack of water and also due to the amount of orders that they were coming in. So. What does this mean in terms of uh, us, the consumers? Well, if you have kept an eye on the markets lately, when I talk about markets, I'm talking about you know um, retail, so the new like products that were coming in retail, we're talking about tech. Uh, we're not talking about you know uh, because this is not this crisis is not hindering other types of produce. Uh, it's not hindering food in any way. It's not hindering um, other kinds of um, product supply supply lines and whatnot. It's mostly hindering technology and uh, anything that in regards to appliances, to uh, electronic consumer electronics, anything of that sort. Anything that has to deal with a integrated circuit, so a processor and whatnot. So if you follow the market, especially the used market. You have seen that some products have skyrocketed in value. Well, thanks to scalpers, of course, but that's because the demand is so high and the supply is so low that people are trying to turn, into, turn a profit into it. Anyways, which are the products that have been reflecting on this semiconductor crisis? Well, first things first, we have graphic processing units, or GPUs. Uh, video cards, graphics cards, whatever you want to call it, those components that are sliding to your computer to make your computer game better. Um, It's a component that basically um, uses... It's a component, sorry, it is a component that handles all the graphical calculations in your machine that also allows you to game, basically and uh, a few years ago they discovered that gpus are the perfect component to use in mining cryptocurrencies because the um calculations that they're using for graphics are pretty similar to the calculations that um, miners are using to validate a block um of transactions in the blockchain so what happened was that miners decided to stockpile on gpus meaning that us the average consumer or the average gamer or the average tech enthusiast that likes to build their own computer were running dry and they couldn't get a gpu at a decent price if you want a gpu you either go to the new market the consumer market and pay extra because nowadays GP- gpus are very very expensive or if you're stupid enough you just go to the used market and buy a GPU from a scalper, and that can cost you twice or three times more than the MSRP, so the price that was supposed to be sold on. Thank you, miners. I really hate you guys. Uh, generally, I don't do opinions in this episode in, in this podcast, but this time I'm a little bit salty to that. So also because I would also even though my, my PC has been like this for a year. I wouldn't mind to upgrade a little bit, but I cannot do it due to this lack of lack of produce, lack of of uh, components and uh, because of the scalpers and the miners, so thank you for that. Uh, to top it all off, also bad news for gamers as well. If you are into busy gaming, bad news for you. If you're a console gamer, even more bad news for you, because if you're planning to upgrade to a ninth generation of home consoles, so we're talking about PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X or S, depending on which side you're on. These are incredible, hard to incredibly hard to find for you. Why? Because of course, well, they're pumping like a new batch of PlayStation Fives every six to nine months, and every time that the new batch of PlayStation Fives comes into the market, it's sold out within minutes. Why? Because demand is so high. People want to get to buy and play on a game on PlayStation Fives. So these consoles are, have been really hard to find. And of course, they're going to the into the used market, barely used and scalped for twice or three times the amount, um, the, the price that are sold currently. So this is a mad world we're living in. And by the way, I do open a little bit of a gaming parenthesis. I might next year buy a PlayStation 5 for Gran Turismo 7. But let's see about that closing the gaming digression anyways gpus home consoles and cars are the three main products that are currently suffering the most when it comes to these this chip shortage cars are not be able to be fully manufactured due to lack of components and this is not like yeah you cannot buy head units uh, from a manufacturer and sell them online That's just because demand is so high and supply is so low that companies, car companies are having a hard time to fully manufacture cars. So that's a bit of a pickle that they're in, and I hope that the situation gets better in the next month. As I said, we're talking about mid-September 2021 at the time of recording, so this information may slightly vary when you're going to listen to this episode. So, as I said, this was going to be a pretty short episode because the the amount of information that we have is pretty limited and the situation is still in development. So, thank you for listening. I know this was a short one, but hey, what can we do? So, yeah, if you want to check these two videos that i linked in the description, go ahead. They're pretty interesting. And if you are into the tech world You might have seen these or will be very, very interesting for you. So without any further, you know, keeping on going, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you in the next one. So until then, have a good one.